Joe Raji, how you doing back there, buddy? Come on, here we go. Are these days the last days? That's our series. And we're going to do this for several weeks now. We're just getting going. We started out with the church. I just put it right on us. Oh, if this would get better and that would get better. Hang on now. Hang on over here. Come on now. Right, Richard, 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 Richard. Hey, oh, I want to. Hey, Fred, Fred, Fred. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Come on. Y'all okay with me? <laughs> I want to get in the conversation. Amen. Here we go. Y'all ready? Come on. Here we go. Right up here. Bang. Let's go. Word time. Got it? Are these days the last days? We start out with the church. Oh, if Washington or this, how about the church? How about you and me? How about if we get right with God? How about that? Say, amen. Right there. The house of God. Yeah, it's good stuff. Praise the Lord. That's us, guys. The church. Where are we at? Amen. Boy, if these are the last days, and they very well could be. I think they are. Doesn't matter. I get my opinion. You get to have your opinion, okay? And bottom line, I want to live like these are the last days. I know it could be my last day. I know that. Yes, and I know a lot of you, it could be your last day. We ought to live that way. Amen. Come on. So we talked about the church a couple of times, and that was great and a good, good scripture, last day stuff. But how about today, Rod? Just push me now. Today's message is this. Signs of the last days. Signs of the last days. What are signs of the last days from the Bible? Not from you or me or whatever, but what's the Bible say? And more specifically, what does Jesus Christ Himself say? Signs of the last days. We're going to look at them today, and we're going to look at quite a few. We'll see how many we can look at today. Here's Jesus speaking to His disciples, as He often did. And they had questions. And boy, this thing was fixing to wrap up, you know. It's Matthew 24. It won't be long now. Jesus will... You know, be betrayed and go to the cross, etc. And the disciples will be, you know, basically hunted down like dogs. And uh, all of them mur- uh, martyred for Christ. Okay? So they're, they're really interested in what's happening here. And they, they're not totally clued in. They don't know what he knows, obviously. And they're just regular folk like we are. And so they ask him a question. They said... As they sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to Jesus. How? They came how? Privately. You ever been with somebody and you could just talk? Say, just, just talk. Nobody else is there. Just ask things maybe that you wouldn't normally because you look like a nut maybe. And so here they are privately. They say to the Lord, tell us, Jesus, when shall these things be? Now, Verse number 2, 1 and 2, we're not going to talk about that too much today, but the bottom line is Jesus walked through the temple and He said every stone of this temple is going to be overthrown. (laughs) That's the first thing He said to them. That's verse 2. Wasn't necessarily a sign, but I guess it is. That's a big old sign. And did you know what? That literally happened 70 years later. The temple in Jerusalem was destroyed, stone by stone, by a man named what? Say his name if you know it. History. Titus. Not Titus in the Bible. No. Titus. Destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. And matter of fact, not only did they tear the stones down, they actually 
Read your history book. Figure it out. They actually removed all the stones, took them away. That was the first prophecy he gave to them before they asked this question. I'd say Jesus did pretty good on that one. Y'all hear me or not? Temple's going to be destroyed. Seventy years later, it happened. Not only were the stones torn down, they were actually removed. You can read about it. Where? In your history books. Got it? Yes, sir. Y'all cool so far? And so then they ask him, when he says that about the temple, when's this going to happen? And tell us other things like, what's the sign of your coming? Man, you told us this. Tell us more. What's going to be the end of the world? Some signs. Y'all hear me or not say? Y'all with me or not? Good. People think I'm mad at you when I say this. Like, I feel like you're mad at me. Like, I'm not listening good enough. It's just my communication style. It's just sort of me shaking it. Because I want you to listen. The disciples ask Jesus three questions. When's the temple going to be destroyed? That's D-O-N-E done, guys. That's done. That's done. Got it? Yes or no? By the way, most of the prophecies in the Bible, prophecies are done. They're done. Many of them had to do with Jesus. They're done. They're fulfilled. You don't believe that Bible, do you? Why wouldn't I believe something that said something and it's already happened? Oh, you're crazy. You Christians believe the Bible. Yes, we Christians do believe the Bible. That's what Christians, Christ followers, do. We don't just go to church. Oh, look at me. I go to this church or whatever. Good grief. You say that about a country club. We're Christ's followers. We believe His Word. Why wouldn't we? He tells the truth. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He is truth. Okay? What will be the signs of your coming? It's the second question they ask. And what will be the what? Signs of the what? End of the world or the end of the age. So... Jesus talks to him. So here we go. Now here's the question. Do we know when Jesus will return and when the end of the world will be? The answer is absolutely no. Doesn't matter what you say. I've had people say, I had a dream. Articles have been written. People wrote books. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. Most of those people that wrote books are dead now looking like crazy people. Okay? This isn't when Jesus is coming. This is signs of his coming or the end of the age. He gave them. Let's talk about them. So we don't know. The Bible says that that day Jesus coming and that hour knows no man. No, not even the angels which are in heaven. But, you know, that's funny right there. Neither the son, but the father. Okay. the bottom line is no man knows. Say that with me. Say those three things with me about the coming of Christ. Say it with me loud. No man knows. No angel knows. Not even the. Son of man knows. So if somebody comes up to you, oh, Jesus is coming Friday. Did you know years ago there was a group of people in Inglewood, Florida, Inglewood, Florida, Inglewood, Florida, that was part of a church. They were told Jesus was coming again, and of all places, to Kentucky. Now, I don't know about you, but of all the whole earth to come back, I don't know if I'd go to Kentucky. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm sorry to be ugly. I'm sorry to be ugly. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just saying out of the whole planet, out of the whole planet. But anyway, guess what? They, they, I love Kentucky people now. Come on. And I love Kentucky fried chicken, but that's another story. But listen, listen, baby. Come on. Listen. They sold everything, left, and guess what? He didn't come. That's how the Jehovah's Witnesses started. A guy named Charles Taz Russell. They hate it when you mention him. 
Charles Taz Russell was a shirt salesman and was a crook. I see the light blinking, but this is interesting. Yeah, he said Jesus is coming again to Brooklyn, of all places. That's hilarious again. Yeah. So anyway, he's going to come to Brooklyn, so he got all his followers. They're called Russellites then. They weren't called Jehovah's Witnesses. They changed their name later because of what he did to their name. He's the one who started the group. So they go to a hill in Brooklyn, and they all get ready to, for Jesus to come, and he didn't come. But Charles Russell was smart. He was a salesman. He says, oh, yeah, you didn't see him come? Yeah. So the Jehovah's Witness religion is built upon a lie. You hear me? Oh, you can't say that. I got Jehovah's Witness listening to me on the radio. I thank you for that. Your religion was started by a liar. Christianity is not a lie. Okay? So we base it on what Jesus says. So what should be our attitude toward the, be concerning the return of Jesus Christ? What should our attitude be concerning the return of Jesus Christ? Just me talking to you, we should have a pay attention attitude. We should be paying attention to our world. Number two, we should have a what attitude? Believe it. Oh, you don't believe Jesus? Of course I believe He's coming in. Of course I believe these things are going to happen. They're in the Bible. It's the Word of God. And we should have an attitude of accountability. What does that mean? I should live as if today could be my last day. That's the best way to live your life. Don't think about tomorrow. I got to do this, I do that, I do this. You, you fool, the Bible says. Tonight, this, this could be your night. You're called to be with the Lord. Why not live today for the Lord? If you get to live tomorrow, you'll live it then. How about that? So live for Christ. Be accountable to the Lord. That's our attitude. Now, what did Jesus Christ say about the signs of His coming and the end of the world? What did He say? Jesus answered and said unto them, here we go. Say that with me right there, that last part. Here we go. Take heed that no man, what? No man deceive you. No man deceive you. We need to seriously understand the importance of what Jesus is about to say with these signs. There's going to be a lot of deception. He said, what I'm about to tell you, disciples... A lot of people are going to make a living doing this stuff. And they're going to deceive a lot of people. Okay? So, take heed. Take heed. It literally means, what's take heed mean? Say it with me. It literally means to do what? Keep your eyes open. Be wide-eyed. When people start talking about the end times and last days, a lot of deception. Be wide-eyed with me right now. Got it? Check me out. See if we stay with the book. There's going to be some serious misinformation given on this subject. Now, I've been a believer for about 40 years. Longer than that. Very close. About 42 years. And I've been a pastor and I've been a student. I've seen a lot of misinformation. Y'all hear me? As exciting as it can be, Jesus is coming. Listen, a lot of lying going on. Okay, let's listen to the Lord today. A lot of disinformation. Disinformation. So the signs, what are they, Gary? Don't, not me. What are they, Jesus? How about that? What are they, Jesus? What are the signs of your coming? Number one, say it with me. Number one, loud. One, two, three. That's number one. Deception. The number one sign that he gives first is it will be a time of deception. Do we live in an age of deception today? I think in my lifetime, I've never seen more deception than I see right now. 
There will be a time of deception. Many shall come in my name. He continues saying to them, saying, I'm Christ. And they'll do what? Deceive many. Deception. Deception. False religion. False religion. Okay? Look at your news. You can literally be in an event and see something happen and turn on the news and they will tell you it's the exact opposite of what your eyes just saw. That's crazy. We're letting our political views just absolutely cloud our thinking. I never thought I'd see the day that people would be so deceived that it's okay to burn down buildings. Y'all hear me or not? Say, whether you like it or not, it's okay. They're peaceful protesters. You're an idiot. Let them burn down your house. That's crazy. Crazy. Deceived. Would you ever think today, now police, these bad people ain't bad. Now y'all let them be. You ever thought you'd live to see a day like that? Yes or no? Say. Deception. But listen to me. Jesus doesn't matter to much of the church either anymore. I'm good. Do you believe in Jesus? Well, you know, I mean, what, we saw the stats. We saw the polls a couple of weeks ago. About half say he's not the sinless son of God. About half say there are other ways to heaven other than Jesus. That's a bald-faced lie. People are deceived today. The modern-day church will be about power and money. That's the day we live in. Deception. Y'all hear me or not? Deception. Many will claim to be Messiah. They will claim to have the answers to solve all the world's problems. One of the biggest moneymakers today is self-help books and, you know, thinking and this and that and the other. Guys, you need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need His Word to hide it in my heart that I won't sin against Him. That's old-fashioned. That's the Bible. People are desperate for leadership today, especially political leadership and religious leadership. I tell you what, when you take these two, political and religious, and you blend them together, it's very powerful. And that's what will happen in the last days. Amen? So, there will be deception. My words, I don't think the last days will be marked so much by cuckoo Christ as much as what? Counterfeit Christ. No, it won't be like, that guy's a kook. Now, you can see kooks for sure. But a lot of times in the last days, the deception is going to seem believable. It's going to seem like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And just lull you to sleep on your way to hell. Amen? So deception. Now in the Bible, Satan we see as a deceiver. He's an imitator. I just want to put this up for you. I want you to see the deception of Satan. God has one son, Jesus. That's real. Satan has the son of perdition. Okay? Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there shall come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Satan is a deceiver. Satan is all behind this deception in the last days. There's a holy trinity. God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit. Satan has an unholy trinity. There's the scripture. Let's just keep going, buddy. We'll just, I just want them to see those scriptures exist. You can go back and check them out. God seals his servants, the Bible says. Satan seals his servants. I'm just trying to show you Satan is a great deceiver. Amen? Keep going. God has his church. Satan has his church. 
I know your works in tribulation, poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they're Jews, but they're not. They're of the synagogue of what? Satan. Satan has his church. Jesus is the light of the world. Satan is transformed into a what? Angel of light. Deception in the last days. Make no marvel. For Satan himself is transformed into a what? Angel of light. Deception. Deception is a sign of the last days. Now, I could talk all day on deception. Y'all understand where I'm coming from? How many people believe right now, just on a show of hands, that people today are really deceived? Let me see some hands. I think folks today are really deceived. Deceived. How about screwed up? You see what I'm saying? That is a sign of the last days. Deception will become the norm. You don't know what truth is anymore. Yes or no? That's a tactic now. That's a ploy. Okay, you know, let the people hear, but, you know, not really be able to figure it out. It's crazy. So I believe that's a sign of the last days that's being fulfilled right before our very eyes. Look at another sign. Jesus speaking. Dissension. Say that with me. One, two, three. Dissension. Keep going. You shall hear of what? Wars. Rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Jesus speaking. Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. In the last days there will be dissension. We've seen so much of it in our lifetime. I never thought I'd see this one though on the right. It happened to me at an airport. I didn't have a mask on, so this girl accosted me. And a lot of you probably say, well, you should have got accosted. You're crazy. You hear me or not? Okay? I'm not breathing all over somebody. Okay? I'm walking through an airport. You don't have to get in my face. Slide back. But it's both sides of the aisle. It's people that don't wear masks that are getting on the people that do wear masks. I've never seen such dissension in my life, in my world that I see right now. Sweet lady, where you are that were accosted at a gas station? Let me see your hands. Right back here. You didn't know this story I told in the second service. This lady a few weeks ago up in Wesley Chapel, which is above Tampa. Woman of, I guess it was a woman of color, but who knows, right? Okay? But bottom line, I might get the story wrong. I'm not going to have you tell the story, but I'm going to just do the best I can. Basically, she's getting gas, and a woman, you know, says something horrible to her and tells her, I'm going to ram your car. And that's what she did, correct? Ran into her car because she doesn't like the color of her skin. And a lot of people say, but that's all right, you deserve it. You know, last night I saw on television where they're going in and taking things out of stores and they're saying it's okay to do it because this is, yeah, reparations. This is, you owe me this TV now. This is crazy, guys. Are y'all hearing me or not? Not trying to be ugly today. Guys are going to someone's yard and saying, this is my house. You get out. This is my house. How would you like somebody to come to your house and rotunda and do that? How would you feel about that? Say, yay. Say. Yeah. How would you like that? 
dissension on steroids today. Yes or no? But not just that, dissension in politics. Never seen anything like it. Never have I seen anything like it. Ever. Than what I see today. Dissension in our world. Politically. The world is a, just, a, just a, something about to blow up. Y'all hear me or not? Okay. Just talking about it. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. That's happening all the time. This will happen, but the end is not yet. Dissension. Another sign. Say that one with me. Number three. Jesus speaking. Number three. Devastation. And there shall be what? Famines. Okay? I've asked Raj just to give me some pictures. Oh, by the way, we're used to seeing the picture in the right corner over there, top right. But these are lines now in America, people getting food. Do y'all know that or not? See, you live in Florida down here. You might think, oh, I don't understand. There are a lot of places in this country where they're standing in long lines getting food. Famine. Famine's been a problem in the world. It's still a problem in our world, worldwide. Most people probably in the world don't have enough to eat. Okay? And then things just out of control. You know, different devastations taking place. These are signs of the last days. They're not just one sign. They're just a bunch of signs he gave. How about this one? Say that one. One, two, three. What's that one? (laughs) You ever think you'd live long enough to see your country shut down over a disease? Do you think there's a lot of deception circling with this disease, yes or no? Sure there is. Sure there is. Not saying it's not real, but it's, it's funny how deception can piggyback stuff. But we shut down our country. It's causing all kinds of problems. Murder's up. Crime's up. Suicide is way up. We don't even know what, how many kids are being molested right now. They don't have school. They don't have anybody watching out for them. They're just, they're home. Or they're at somebody's house. We don't know where they are. This is a crazy time we live in. Disease, pestilences. And there's disease all over this planet. But I think right now, this is crazy. Are we living in the last days? I think we are. Okay? All kinds of stuff. Different things. Alright? Disease. Keep looking, buddy. Great picks. Number five, disasters. Say that with me. Number five is what? Now, there, every one of them's a D. Every one of them's a D. I made them D's for you. Okay? Actually, they pretty line up right there with what Jesus said. Disasters. Earthquakes in different places in the world. Earthquakes all over. Crazy. Here's the funny thing. All kinds of disasters happening from hurricanes to earthquakes. Last weekend, while we're having church, people online are telling us about an earthquake that's happening in North Carolina. Did y'all knew that one happened last weekend? North Carolina. Not a lot of people heard or anything like that. Nothing, really. But the point is that are these the last days? Here's some stats on earthquakes. Seismologists have recorded that in a 50-year span from 1900 to 1950, there were 50 major hurricanes, uh, uh, earthquakes, 50 of them. 50 of them, 7.5 or higher. Can you say 50? That's 50 of them in 50 years. In another 50-year span, from 50 to 2,000, there were how many major earthquakes? 58. So it went from 50 to 58. It's picking up speed. What about recently? In a mere 20-year span from 2,000 to today, there have been how many? 
94. It's almost doubled what it was the previous 50 years already, and we're only 20 years into it. What does that mean? Seems like things are picking up with intensity. Y'all hear me or not? Am I driving you up the wall this morning? Signs! This is what Jesus was talking about. Okay, there was one in North Carolina last Sunday before church. I just mentioned that. These are the beginning of what? Let's review. I'm not going to do them all, but deception. Uh, say it again. Dissension. Good. You got them written down? Devastation. And number four? Disasters. Four right there. These are the beginning of sorrows. I think most people could say, we're at least at the beginning. You hear me or not? Say, signs of the last days. All right? These things will be happening in embryonic form in the last days preceding the, the Lord's return and the tribulation period on this earth as talked about. And we'll talk about tribulation later in this series. But the bottom line is, this is sort of happening. It's, it's birthed. I feel like these last days are certainly birthed now. Are these the last days? Signs of the last days? Let's keep going. The intensity is going to pick up. Let's see if it has anything to do with us today, if we can feel it. Number six is death. 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 But what did Jesus say? Read the scripture with me if you don't mind. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall what? Kill you and you shall be hated of what? All nations for my name's sake. Persecution. Just because you're alive doesn't mean somebody in another part of the world wasn't killed yesterday for their faith. People are being killed and persecuted for their faith in our world today. You just happen to live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. Okay? But persecution is coming. When this pandemic started... We had people coming around in our parking lot taking pictures of your license plate. Wanting to turn you in for being here because you're the problem. Fortunately, our governor, three weeks late, but he still did it, he made us essential like liquor stores, pot shops, and lottery joints. That was sweet of him. Amen. Yeah. And then the sheriff of this county got on his webpage immediately and backed up meetings in church, and then we're not going to limit the size of the meeting. Otherwise, many of you probably would have been turned in. Did you just hear what I said or not? I didn't make that up. You're the problem. You want to know what a peaceful protest is? What, what's peaceful is what's happening inside this room today. This is what peace looks like. Not burning down buildings. This is who the church is supposed to be. We're supposed to be peaceful people. We're not supposed to give up our faith. Amen? Praise the Lord. Come on. Churches aren't avoiding death. Churches aren't avoiding death by keeping their doors, open, doors closed. They're ensuring it. Whatever. There's an article on in the Federalist that you can read... It just goes over different persecution that's coming to different bodies. I was in North Carolina, been there several times recently, and uh, they're having some churches are meeting again, very few, and they're scared to meet because I know a couple of the pastors, they're, they're wondered, worried what's going to happen. But they're having drive-in church. 
And you might say, well, that's cool, that's good. Listen, you can do what you want to do. But churches should not be prohibited from meeting. It doesn't matter what you think if you're here. Okay? You don't have to come. Got it? I'm glad you're here. But the bottom line is, churches need to be open. Especially in the last days. What are we doing? It's cr- yeah, amen. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Death will happen in the last days. What does that mean? There will be intense persecution in the last days. Number seven, disloyalty. Say that with me. Say it with me. And then shall many be offended. Great study you're going to have. Amen. Come on. Many shall be offended. They shall betray one another. They shall hate one another. A local church had people in it, in this area, that called me a, an embarrassment to the community because we kept our church open. I never thought I'd see the day when another believer would call me an embarrassment for keeping my church open. It's crazy. Offended at me. Maybe some of you watching or even here, you're offended by me. Because I'm standing up here telling you something from God's Word. That's your problem. That is not my problem. Okay? Being offended? Come on. Signs of the last... I know this gets a little personal with me. It does get personal. Disloyalty. Disloyalty in marriage. In marriage! Where a wife can't even trust her husband, or a husband can't trust her wife. In the family, where little girls can't trust their daddy! What are we coming to in this country, in this world? Yes or no? Say! What happened when dad was trustworthy? And mom and dad were faithful. Yes or no? Amen. When church people didn't turn on each other like white on rice and play church games. This is the last days. This is what it says it'll be. Disloyalty. Five types of church members who will not return after the quarantine. You think our church is just going to fill back up like it was before when we get a vaccine? I don't think so. I think this has done permanent damage to this church. That's my opinion. This is what I do for a living. How about your business? How about your business? If you had a business and it was just shot, you think it might take you a little while to get your business back where it ought to be? Yes or no? This has done devastation and damage to the church. And we've been turning on one another. It does get me lit up and I've got to calm down. Delusion. Number eight sign is delusion. I know I'm going to be a little late. Is it raining? It sounds like it. Good. Number eight. Delusion. People are delusional today. People are delusional. And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And false prophets just ain't in church, guys. They're politicians. They're in the news. They're preachers. Delusion is everywhere. Yes or no? People are delusional. Look at some of this stuff. People are delusional. They've been delusional for years, haven't they? Your whole school is based on creation. Their whole school that they have. Now, they they have a school, a private academy, but really the foundation of it is creation. And they're deemed as crazy people. Yeah. That, that God actually created us and we didn't come from apes and monkeys or it's, it's even worse than that. They say we, we came from an explosion. There you are. And all you got to do is a test. Explode anything you have and see if it turns into something better. 
Not one case does it happen. Wreck your car into the wall. Wham! Wow, look at that. I got a great ride now. Doesn't work. But we believe it because we're what? Delusional. It'll be a sign of the last days. This, we've been delusional for a while. It's picking up steam. Like a woman having a baby that birth pains are coming. And they're quicker now. They're quicker. People are getting more crazy all the time. And the craziest people are delusional people who also think they're Christians. That's a real crazy person. You pick and choose what you want. You don't take thus says the Lord. You have it your way. And you're a nut. Delusional. History. Okay? Yeah, rewriting history today. Yes or no? Amen or oh me? Rewriting history. we got people that's never done a thing hardly in their life trying to remake this country. They're going to remake it into a disaster. Okay? You might not like me saying that. It's my opinion. It's a strong opinion. Okay? The signs. A lot of signs. Number nine, defection. And because iniquity shall wax cold, say that with me. The love, because the iniquity shall abound, say it with me. The love of many shall what? We already put the stats up about the church. The church has defected in the last 15, 20 years. Y'all hear me or not? The solid church, preaching the word, even church attendance in general, has really been depleted. It's now minuscule. You hear me or not? Defection. A lot of people will turn on their faith. They will turn on each other politically. That's what's happening. Yes or no? Yes or no? Amen. It's unbelievable. Families. Burning the flag. Two or three years ago, if you knelt for the national anthem, it took courage for you to do that. I think you're wrong for doing it. Now, it takes courage for you to stand up for the national anthem. If you're an athlete. Did you know that? Yes or no? It takes courage. As everyone's kneeling, you stand up and say, I love my country and I thank God that I live in America. You're the one that's deemed the moron and the idiot and the crazy person. And it happened, whoop, just like that. Crazy message today. Last one, declaration. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be what? These are signs that Jesus gave. We just touched on them. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto the nations, and then shall the what? I believe the gospel has been preached around the world. I believe we live in the day of in the age of information. People right now, even with churches shut down, can watch us online. Isn't that crazy? People watch our, our program all around the world. It's crazy. Declaration. The gospel going out. I believe that's a sign of the last days that we live in right now. The age of the open door. But the doors are being shut quickly. You hear me or not? So, what do I think about the signs of Jesus coming? Okay. These are some that Jesus gave. And I believe they're pretty much happening all around us. Roger, are we done today? I'm running out of time. What you got there, buddy? Anything? Good. Let's quit. Let's praise the Lord for His Word. Amen. Come on. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Lots of signs.